This is Daily Energy with Doug Pinter of Anytime Fitness Peoria. We can all take a step toward healthier living, one day at a time, one step at a time, to get you to a healthier place. And we're right here with you. Daily Energy. Morning, everyone. This is Doug Pinter with Anytime Fitness North Peoria with Daily Energy. I got my friend Amanda in. Amanda owns Lakin Fitness and Tan. So good morning, Amanda. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. The coffee's good. kicking in. A little sluggish. I didn't get a great night's sleep last night. Uh, but all in all, no complaints. We're good. about halfway through February and hopefully warmer weather is right around the corner. I think the groundhog didn't see a shadow, so... Spring yeah. is coming early. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, uh, Amanda, uh, you own Lake and Fitness and Tan. Uh, how was the drive-in this morning? Tell us a little Good. bit about yourself. Yes, um, a big shout-out to all my friends in Lakin and the surrounding area. Um, the drive-in was great. It was a good day. Um, like you said, I own a gym in Lakin, and it's a 24-hour gym. We have uh, tanning, group fitness classes, um, free weight, select drive, and cardio equipment. So, yeah, we got a little bit of everything there. I have a, a buddy that goes there, uh, sings your praises. <laughs> oh, and that's nice. I've talked to some other people that go there, and they, they have nothing but great things oh, to say about you. You bring you. a lot of energy to the room. I love that. You got a nice smile. Uh, how much coffee have you had? I know you get your days going yeah. at like 4 a.m. Yeah, I've only, had, I've only had one cup today, so we're yeah, I don't need too much caffeine. I'm kind of a hyper person. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about your membership and what you guys are doing up in Lakin and uh, where people's health and wellness is uh, in the Lakin and surrounding area. Yeah, great. We just made a lot of changes to the gym, actually. Um, we want to just focus on each person individually, give them the experience that they deserve. Everybody um, has different goals and are starting at different points. So we want, really want to um, focus on bringing people in and giving them, um, helping them set their goals, helping them set up plans to meet their goals. And really, we're really trying to reinforce um, the personal training aspect of it. If you do personal training, you get free gym membership and free classes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, uh, quite a few of our clients at Anytime Fitness do take our coaches up on on their knowledge and and uh, the the personal training, and we've had great success. And you know, I read something on Facebook about a week or two ago that you posted that you were in working with a client, I believe, and this client ran or walked a mile. I'm not sure what it was. Um, or if that's even the right distance, but when that person was done, everyone stopped and applauded. Yeah. I thought like when I read that, I got chills and I'm like, that's what it's all about. That is what everyone should experience when they're at a health club is that support system. Oh yeah. I think that's huge. And I think people are, um, scared a lot of times to go to the gym because they're scared of being judged and everything, but they need to understand that everybody starts somewhere and that people are really supportive. And that's what you need because there's going to be days where you're just not feeling it, but then you go to the gym and you have those people who are right next to you on the treadmill sweating and working hard, and it motivates you to just keep going. Yeah, yeah. So how did you get involved with fitness and owning your own yeah. facility? Well, um, I have been teaching group fitness classes since I was 17. I started pretty young. I've always just kind of liked the fitness industry. And then, so when I went to college, I majored in dietetics and minored in exercise science before 
just uh, dropping the dietetics and focusing mainly on the exercise science part of it. Um, then I worked at gyms. I love I love the gym atmosphere. There's a lot of things you can do with the exercise science degree, but I definitely like the gym atmosphere. So I've worked at like six different gyms before I started managing um, Lake and Fitness and Tan. And then I just asked. I really loved it there. I wanted to I wanted to make it my life. So I asked if I could buy it, and the rest was history. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah. You loved it so much, you just went in and bought the place. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for you. Uh, so tell us a little bit about you. you ha- are you married? you have family? Yes. Um, I have, I'm married to my high school sweetheart, Cliff. Um, so we've been together for like 15 years, and we have two kids. We have a three-year-old daughter named Gemma and a five-year-old son named Griffin. So, yeah. So you guys are on the go. Busy, busy. We are. We are very busy. And he um, works two jobs. He owns um, the Green Plum Orchard in Lakin. So he's really busy working two jobs. He's a really hard worker. So, yeah. Shout out to Cliff working. Uh, so what's going on up in Lakin? Do you guys have any 5Ks uh, over the spring, summer? What what type of health and wellness events are you guys looking at on the calendar for 2016? Well, uh, March 8th, we start our half marathon training. And then we are, we've been challenged by Anytime Fitness. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Interesting, huh? That is. So we are going to be in, uh, competing in the Warrior Dash. So we're going to do training for that this spring. We also have um, 5K training starts in June, and that will be for the Old Settlers 5K that we have um, in August. So yeah, so lots of I think training's fun. You know, it gives you that goal, gives you some incentive, some support. Yeah, I know. We just started talking to some of our members at the club about this Warrior Dash. That you know, we are challenging you, and uh, I'm writing checks. I sh- I shouldn't be. I've never run a 5K, uh, so. To run a 5K with, I think, 12 or 13 obstacles ought to be interesting, to say the least. My buddy Jeff Griffin, the president of the Peoria Chamber of Commerce, who was on the show the other week, uh, he's participating on our team. Awesome. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, we're excited, too. Uh, hopefully we get a nice day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's let's cover a few topics. I know you uh, put together a list here of some things that... that uh, we should cover. So let's start off uh, with the first topic. What do you got over there? Okay. Well, today I, I'm super excited to be talking about setting yourself up for success. Um, so what exactly is success? Um, Wikipedia defines it as success is the accomplish of a purpose. So basically accomplishing your goals. And I think the first step in setting yourself up for success is getting the right, right mindset. A lot of time it's mind over matter. You can do anything you can want to do if you believe you can. And I think that's huge. Um, we also, I want to touch on the power of positive thinking. It says being positive doesn't necessarily come naturally. We have to make that decision daily. And I think that's huge because it's so easy to get down on yourself. Um, so I tell my clients, you know, if you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't say it to yourself. Because when I'm training people, people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so out of shape. Man, this is miserable. Like, I can't do this. Now, would you, if your best friend was on the treadmill doing the same thing you were, would you say, wow, you're really out of shape. You can't do this. Like, you should stop. No, you wouldn't say that. You'd say, you know, you can do this. Keep it up. You're doing good. And that's exactly what you need to do to yourself. You need to self-talk positive only. And if a negative comment comes into your head, I need you to combat it with um, something positive. Like, if you say, man, I'm really weak, I want you to say, 
I'm so glad I'm getting stronger. I'm really working on this, and I'm just going to improve. Yeah, I think uh, that's a great approach. Yesterday I was working with uh, my head coach, Patrick, and when you talk mind over matter, he had me doing some things, uh, and and I was swearing at him a little bit. Sorry about that, Patrick. It's just because I love you, buddy. Uh, but I honestly didn't think I could do the challenge he put in front of me, and all of a sudden he switched my, my thought process, mind over matter, uh, and then the positive thinking, I just wanted to, to get up and tackle them uh, to stop the pain. But, you know, he did approach it as, hey, let's focus. Let's think about your breathing. Let's get some positive energy going instead of just beating yourself up. It's like you said earlier, everyone starts somewhere. You know, uh, I think when people come in and uh, you see someone running on a treadmill and they're running a long distance, that person just didn't get on that treadmill and all of a sudden can run five miles. That person probably started off walking a quarter mile or a half mile and just continued to set goals and think about or, or change that, that mind uh, thought process of, you know, challenging themselves and pushing themselves a little bit more. So I, and I think coaching or the training aspect is so crucial. Uh, a lot of people try to do it on their own, which I applaud you if you have a solid game plan in place and can really challenge yourself. But the thing I find with coaching and personal training is that the, the coaches, the trainers can really get into that mindset and really push you to the next level that you probably never thought your body could get to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like you wouldn't even attempt to try it because you think it's so crazy. But right, then right. trainers here saying, let's try it. And you're like, okay. And it's amazing. I love the look on people's faces when they accomplish something they didn't think they could accomplish. Isn't that something? It's amazing. Yeah, it's so neat to see. And then I, I think, too, those people walk out of the club. Their head is held a little bit higher. They have a little bit more confidence. And I think really uh, changing lives, not just for – you know, heart healthy, but you think about how much more uh, accomplished they'll be outside of the health club in their workforce and things of that nature. I was at a junior achievement uh, ceremony last night. Thank you, uh, IMB Bank, for sponsoring that uh, table and inviting my wife and I. It was a fantastic, real classy event. Junior achievement, if you don't know much about it, check it out on their website. Uh, but one thing that they were really talking about is uh, these people donating their time or volunteering their time to go in, help these students, uh, what it does for these students outside of the school. And I, I related that to the health club and the coaching and the training of, you know, you get to spend a half hour, 35 minutes with a person. You're really changing this person's life in such a short amount of time, whether you meet with them once a week. I mean, you're talking two hours a month at that pace and the impact that you're able to make. So, uh, what else do you have over there? We got mind over matter. Let's get some positive thinking yes. going. Reverse talking. Um, we do something in my 5K training called reverse talking because complaining doesn't always help the situation. So um, we train in the summer, so a lot of times it's really hot. So, for example, it'll be like, let's say it's 95 degrees out and we're running. We'll be like, man, it is really cold out. Did you notice how cold it is? And then, like today, on a day like today, when it was really kind of cold and snowing, we'd say, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so hot like it's like 
burning up out here. So it's just reverse talk. Um, like when we're doing hill training, I have everybody's you know running up those hills, going, "Oh my gosh, I love hill training!" But really, we all know that they're actually saying they hate hill training. <laughs> but it's just kind of fun, and yeah. it just kind of breaks up the mood and makes you realize that complaining is not going to really solve the problem. So we re- we do the reverse talking, and it's fun. And when you I don't mean to interrupt, but when you say fun, that's what people need to do when they're working out. They got to have some more. You got to have a little bit more fun, people. Don't take yourself so serious. If you do something, uh, I was doing a burpee the other day and I actually fell over. <laughs> don't ask why. But I mean, I laughed at myself. I noticed people saw that. Uh, you just got to have some fun and joke around with others around you. Misery loves company, mm-hmm. you know, working out. Uh, so reach out to your people uh, working out next to you and start a little conversation joke around a little bit yeah i agree you gotta have fun and then don't beat yourself up so we all have setbacks everybody has setbacks i mean that's just human nature and i think people think like if they had a bad day or a bad week or let's say they lost five pounds and then gained it back i'm like that's just part of it you just got to keep going yeah and keep trying so we all have setbacks the trainers have setbacks the beginners have setbacks everybody has setbacks and just for people to realize that that's completely normal that's that's just means you're human it's part of the process and one of the mottos i live by is if it were easy everybody would do it we would all have six pack abs ripped or whatever or heart healthy whatever that health and wellness means to you but I mean, you got to get in, do a little bit of the work, and there's setbacks along the way. Yeah, Take your professional life, you know, in your job. You might have a great week, and then the following week you might have some challenges arise. But I think it just, at the end of the day, makes you appreciate where you are, what you have, and focus on becoming a little bit better tomorrow than where you were today. Yes. So. Couldn't agree more. Um, so... We all have to stop being afraid of what could go wrong and think positively about what could go right. So don't let fear stop you. I was just, um, you asked me just before I started, you said, are you nervous? I said, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I, like, if you ever put, like, a camera in front of me or anything, I don't know what happens to me, but I just, like, shut off. <laughs> and, like, if you don't believe me, go to our website and check out our video of me giving a tour to the gym. I just it's so difficult for me and so when this opportunity came up I told my husband about it he said are you are you gonna do it (laughs) because he knows how I am I'm like well yeah I'm gonna do it because you know we need these challenges we can't let fear dictate our lives and so don't let fear stop you from trying to do that 5k or signing up for the gym or going to that class um, we always think the what's the wor- you know the worst thing is going to happen. Like oh my gosh, they're going to be in that class and I won't be able to keep up. Well, what if you go to a class and you are able to keep up? Or you'll go to that class and the teacher will show modifications and you'll just do that. So instead of thinking of everything, because trust me, I'm drive here. I was thinking like all the different things that could go wrong, and it's easy to do that. So instead, you just need to think of all the things that could go right. And if something does go wrong, it's not the end of the world. You know, life will go on. You're exactly right. And I only guessed you were nervous just because you were shaking yeah. out there. That's all. <laughs> was I? Was I? <laughs> a little jittery, huh? So um, the second thing I want to talk about is embracing your struggles. So embrace the challenge. Embrace being uncomfortable. And all those things means you're working towards getting better. So if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. So, like, it's going to be a struggle, but love it. Like, that's part of the journey and that's part of the excitement. Like, if it was 
all easy, we would just get really bored. So just, I mean, if you're doing those burpees or if you're running that mile or if you're doing those push-ups and you're like, man, this is hard. This is, I am uncomfortable. My muscles are sore. Like be excited about that because that means good things are happening. Yeah. Change. Change is a good thing. Uh, and you need to learn to embrace it. And I think if you're not challenging yourself and you're not failing, I mean, you should, in my opinion, people should fail. And when you fail, take the negative, learn from it, turn it into a positive, make yourself a better person, and then uh, try not to repeat that. But uh, if you're not failing, you're not challenging yourself enough, in my own opinion. Yeah, I know. I agree. And I think that overcoming those struggles builds character, and you'll be able to help other people from your mistakes that you learned from. You know, somebody else will be like, oh, yeah, I, maybe you should put your elevation to a two and try doing it this way, you know. Just you'll help other people. And I think that's important. That's what it's all about. It's helping yeah. other people. Yeah. Um, and then how will you know what you can achieve if you quit? So this is huge. I think that we gravitate as just as humans. We tr- tend to gravitate towards things that we're good at and that we're comfortable with. And I think that we are missing out on so much if we do that. Um, so how will you know what you can achieve if you quit? A lot of times um, people are like, oh, I hate running. I don't know why you like running. And I can I get that because um, after I had my kids, you know, you have like 10 months off of, you know, running and stuff I took. And then I started back up with that, you know, first mile. I'm like, man, I hate this. Why did I ever like this? But you forget, um, like, I love running because when I'm running, I just kind of daydream. And, you know, if there's any problems going on in my mind, I try to fix them. And all of a sudden, the 30 minutes is over. But I remember after I had the kids starting back, it wasn't like that at all. I wasn't daydreaming. I was focusing on, like, I can't breathe and how much my muscles hurt. But if you don't give yourself the opportunity to get to that point where it's kind of almost easy and enjoyable, if you quit before that point, you're never going to understand why people love it. And you're never going to get the benefits and the enjoyment out of it. So I tell people, don't quit, like, before you get to experience the joy of it. And just like a baby, it's like, they fall down all the time. So if a baby falls down, doesn't get back up, we'd all be just scooting around our butts all day because we just got to <laughs> get up and keep trying because now we all love walking, you know? Yeah. So I know uh, Karen Cooper, my fitness coordinator, was on, and she challenged me to start running a little bit more. And the first couple times, uh, I did not enjoy it at all. As a matter of fact, I really questioned her sanity uh, because she seems so peaceful when she is running. Uh, and you know, my lungs were a little bit on fire. I was a little thirsty, but you know, those were just two very minor things. The positives I took out of that, it was a great stretch. It was something new. So I felt like my workout, I was a little more efficient with my time. Most importantly, I got to clear my mind for about 20 minutes. I don't run for 30 minutes. I run maybe a minute at a time and then I walk a minute and go back and forth. But it was a very enjoyable time, and I've started to do that more. It's almost my time to meditate. I just put my earplugs in, and I get lost in my own world and separate my thoughts. I think you you make a one heck of a great point there is don't quit. Give yourself the opportunity. That's a, that's a strong message right there. Uh, again, if it were easy, everyone would do it. And, and so you're a runner? I didn't know that. Uh, so... How far do you run? What's your regimen? What do you Gosh. do? Um, well, uh, like typically I can do, you know, three miles or so, just the average. 
a couple years ago, actually a few years ago now, did a marathon with one of my friends. So I like long distance, but short distance are good too. So yeah. Cool. So that's your go-to to clear your mind, kind of give yourself yeah. a little bit of time away. Yeah. I've been, um, during this one, I've been taking a little bit time off running and doing more yoga and that kind of stuff. And then that's nice too. So yeah. Why, why'd you do that? Um, really just to kind of give my muscles and joints like a rest, kind of cross train, do more elliptical yoga, strength training. And then once it gets nicer out, then I'll be, go outside and do that more. Nice. So I like how you did not use the weather as a factor. Instead, you changed up your regimen. So you're still productive with your workouts and then, uh, stretching the muscles obviously will help once you get back out and hit yes. your stride when, when this weather turns. So. Yeah. It's important to still stay with that routine, even if it's just, you know, be it indoors versus outdoors, but still making that time of 30 minutes to an hour a day that you're going to be physically active. Yep. I like it. Cool. The next thing I want to touch on is, um, goals. So goals need to be specific, short, medium and long-term, measurable and attainable. So I'm going to give you an example of running a race. So let's say your goal is to run a race. Then to be specific, you're going to run a 5K that is four months away. The short term is going to be in two weeks, I will be able to run for one minute without stopping. The medium goal is in a month and a half, I'll be able to run one mile without stopping. And the long-term is going to be in three months, I will be able to run 3.1 miles without stopping. The measurable part of that is going to be the distance and the date can be used as measures and if it's attainable. So where are you in your running abilities right now and are the time frames realistic? Um, another good goal I think would be for, like I hear this a lot, people want to become healthier. So they want to lose weight or they eat healthier. So goals for it to be specific is going to be, let's say you want to lose 30 pounds in a year, eat more fruits and vegetables and lean protein. So the short term goal is going to be you want to lose two and a half pounds in four weeks and have increased your fruit and vegetable intake by five servings a day. Um, medium is going to be in six months. You have lost 15 pounds and increased your fruit and vegetable intake by 10 servings a day. And then long term is going to be a year from now. You've lost the 30 pounds, being 10 servings of fruits and vegetables, being lean meats, and your food intake will be mostly from unprocessed foods. Measurable is going to be you're going to keep a food journal and use a scale or take measurements. And then attainable, does the health professionals recommend that amount of weight loss for you in that period of time? So I think a lot of times we say, I'm going to go get healthy or I'm going to go run a race. But we don't have it broken down into um, specific goals. And we need shorter goals. A lot of times, I mean, 30, losing 30 pounds is um a big goal so but if we break it down and say you know i'm going to lose two and a half pounds in the first month that seems much better and easier yep and then just take gradual steps i like it so when you talk about setting the goals for the running i can completely you know you really caught my attention with that because i need to start training for this warrior dash that we're going to beat Lake and Fitness and Tan. Yeah. And so uh, hopefully that'll motivate some of your members <laughs> yes, right I'm there. Sure. It'll be a blast. But uh, yeah, that way I can actually complete the race. Uh, and then when you talk about setting goals, short term versus long term, yeah, the 30 some odd pounds, that, that, is, that can be overwhelming. But when you say two and a half pounds in a month, I mean, that's very obtainable. 
And, you know, you got to uh, allow yourself a little bit of the for a few of those pitfalls along the way where not every week we're going to lose weight because as we start to put muscle on, muscle weighs more than fat. And we do see some people plateau and we just got to find a whole new level of motivation for those people. And once we hit that switch with them, man, they take off running and then that's when we really see some big uh, differences in, in their overall health and wellness. And for me, trying to lose some weight, lose about two pant sizes, that, that was a bonus. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I like everything you're putting down there. And it starts with uh, if you fail to plan, you might as well plan to fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, just not with health and wellness, but in life in general, in my opinion. Uh, and when you write down the actual goals that you're trying to set, I love uh, the food journal. Uh, Patrick had me start a food journal <clears throat> and this is right when the Girl Scout cookies, uh, were coming out and I love to support the Girl Scouts of America, um, <laughs> uh, and I love their cookies. So it was a win-win for everybody, but I, re- I was eating a pack of Thin Mints a day. I have them in the freezer. All right. I walk by the freezer and I would have one Thin Mint at a time. No big deal. Right. All of a sudden I'm having like 15 or 20 of these bad boys in a day. And that adds up. And I never realized it until I started writing things down. So I really think if you want to face your goals and challenges head on, make that list and hold yourself accountable and set those short-term goals. So that way you can celebrate those uh, victories. I think it's really important that people take a little bit more time to celebrate all the hard work they do. Uh, Morgan is a friend of mine, a member at the club. Her goal, she was our member of the year last year, her goal was to do one push-up, and all of a sudden, before long, she she ranked ninth in the world through Anytime Fitness on uh, Member of the Year. So wow. she turned one push-up and just crushed that and continued to tackle things. But one thing that was important is that we celebrated those victories along the way. And then you also take those challenges head-on and remember how you felt when you did succeed and motivate and push yourself a little bit more to to get back to that feeling or uh, where you want to be with your health and wellness. So uh, what else do you have? We have time for about one more topic. Um, Let's see. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to say create a a no-fail zone. So if it's not there, you can't eat it. So kind of like you said with the Girl Scout cookies. You can also, I don't know if you know this, but make a donation, I think, to the Girl Scout cookies, and they will send a box of the Girl Scout cookies to our troops. Oh, so, that's fantastic. Yeah, so that's a good way to kind of support them but not have the cookies right in front of you. If you are shopping at the uh, grocery store, you go buy, like, the glazed donuts. You're like, oh, my gosh, those look so good. You have 10 seconds to, like, keep going and, you know, fight that temptation. If you bring those donuts into your house, you they are 24-7 tempting you every time you go into the kitchen you're like oh those donuts are in the cupboard (laughs) so um so if it's not there you can't eat it so try to create your no no fail zone by eliminating the food um, available to you in your house that's not healthy and then keep your healthy foods front and center and at eye level and then make things easy for you so set up um for like working out and stuff set up multiple alarms so that you'll get up um Sleep in your gym clothes. They're comfortable. Prepare your breakfast the night before. Get your coffee ready and stuff the night before so that you have um, enough time in the morning to go do your workout. Look ahead at your schedule and make, like, crack pot meals on the days that you don't have time to cook. So make things 
easy for you yourself. Like think about what are the biggest obstacles and then find solutions for them. Yeah, so when we had Patrick on last week, we were talking about grocery shopping and how to prepare for the week. And I think you made some really good points. You know, the potato chips, just don't buy them. You won't miss them after a week or so. Uh, rather, get get a bag of apples or something and, and try to incorporate something just a little bit healthier each, each day, each week, and uh, see where that takes you on your fitness journey. So we have about uh, two minutes or so here. So tell us, uh, tell the, the audience that's listening in, uh, some of the hobbies that you like to do outside of work. What? Tell us a little bit more about you. Gosh, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a boring person. Let's see. <laughs> um, I really, really, really love my job. Um, and we have the orchard um, with our friend Tony. So those two are our main focus. But I'm, you know, I'm a family person. I love you know hanging out with the kids. So if I'm not at work, I try to spend time with the family. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we. My work is kind of my work, my family, my two top priorities. Um, it's kind of what I like to do. I like to run. I like to. We're going. To, I'm going to a fitness expo in Chicago in a couple of weeks with some friends. Um, but yeah, I like to. We go to church every Saturday night, so that's kind of what we do on the weekends. Hang out with the family. What are the, the kids church. into? Well, okay, so Griffin is into Star Wars. Well, yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. Everybody, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so, not a fan of Star well, Wars. I'm not a. The new one was good. Okay. But spoiler yeah. alert! Don't. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just gonna say it was good. Okay. <laughs> I won't say anything else. So then, um, but yeah, I just the older ones, I just can't seem to get into. But he is really into them. Yeah, and Gemma, of course, like every little three-year-old, she likes Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, singing, uh, is it Ella and... Elsa and uh, Anna. Yes, yeah. all right. My nieces uh, really love that, and so is my daughter. So, yeah. Well, I really, really appreciate you. And before we wrap up, aren't we blessed to have jobs that we love and to be able to work with people and see people change their lives uh, for the positive and de-stress and... Just get healthier. I mean, every yes. day I pull into work, I, I just, my staff, Jessica, Patrick, Karen, everybody there, I love them. Yes. And to see the members, it's just fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's kind of something, that's exactly why I think I'm a boring person, I think, because my job is my hobby, you yeah. know, and my hobby is my job. So I'm not, everybody can say that. So I think you're right. We're insanely blessed. And just to have, work with the people that we work with, have the great members that we have, it's a great industry to be in. It really is. I mean, uh, the members at my club motivate me to be a better person and do more things uh, for the community in which we reside and give back and just make this place a, a better place while we're here. So I appreciate you taking time. Can you tell us your website and your Facebook page? Sure, um, lakeandfitnessandtan.com. And then, yeah, like us on Facebook, and we are on Instagram. And then, yeah, check out uh, my hideous video on our website, lakeandfitnessandtan.com. <laughs> I'm going to that as soon as we get yeah, off the air. So uh, I cannot wait for our challenge, the oh, Warrior Dash. Neither. Please go easy on me. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to fold like a chair. <laughs> I just talk a big game. So Amanda with Lake and Fitness and Tan. 
uh, join us in the studio this morning. Thank you so much Thank for you. your time. And thanks for all you do up in Lakin and the people that are at your club. Keep after it. And I look forward to having you back on the show Thank and catching up. Thank you. I'd love up. to be back. Thank you. All right, Amanda. Doug Pinner with Anytime Fitness, Peoria, and Daily Energy. Hoping you have a great weekend. Enjoy your week. Get out and do something. Make tomorrow a little bit better than uh, today by including some health and wellness into your regimen. So have a great week. Thanks, everybody. PeoriaLife.com.